0: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains. I'm your boy, Jimmy J, my two guys, Jake Galley and Kyle Sirik. Kyle, Kyle already trying to hide from me, man. <laughs> Kyle's already trying to hide from me, man. Cause he knows I'm finna be on his neck, but, but we got plenty of time for that. Snapbat not here. We we're supposed to hear from him. Um, not sure if we're gonna be able to get to, but um, you know we're we're knee deep into the playoffs uh, once again for the NBA, and it's 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 looking shaky for for both the one seeds, and that leads us right into the facts straight at you. Uh, the one seed in the Eastern Conference, the Sixers, find themselves down three two to the Hawks after last night, uh, and in the second half of Game Five last night, um, that is Wednesday night, Joel Embiid and Seth Curry were the only Sixers to make a basket. Like before, we even get into the the meat and and potatoes of this podcast just right there i need to i need to live reaction what was going on when you're watching this collapse because it was hilarious for me i almost left where i was at because y'all was up 26 and i was like i might i might you know get home get, get a, you know get get my my day planned for tomorrow and then i just watched it collapse so from the sixers fans' point of view what was going on what was what was going on in the mind pain
1: <laughs> pain I mean, honestly, <laughs> the best the best home team over the past couple seasons, up 26, uh, whenever they were up 26, it wasn't a half, but they were at 26 at some point. Mm-hmm. you think that game's in the bag. That is an all-time collapse. And the fact straight at you that you mentioned, only two players scored a bucket in the second half, mm-hmm. that's unacceptable at any level of basketball. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's unheard of. J- I, I saw Jake retweet it. Like two minutes after the game, I retweeted it right away. I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, yeah, this man. is stupid.
0: We can't, you can't do it, Jake." So, I know this was a very much. Uh, here we go again. Um, you know, you, you we, I've been here before. I know you. I, 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 already know. It's the numb, like, like truly, to like most pain. numb to the pain. M- most
2: stuff I'm numb to, and even considering like this would be even more shocking if they didn't kind of do the same thing the game before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, all coming again.
2: This is, though, like like undoubtedly, in my lifetime, probably like a top three, maybe number one, Philadelphia sports meltdown, letdown, disappointing, crushing, it's, it's, it's soul-snapping one of the,
0: loss. It's one of the, if not the, Kyle kind of alluded to it, the worst playoff collapse in, in NBA history, especially if you put both of them in a vacuum. If you use this as one instance, which you very much can, use both of these yeah. games games as one instance, it may be the biggest collapse in NBA history. And it, it's so, absolutely wild to see.
2: I, and I yeah. want to pull you here a little bit because uh-huh. you are, and I don't want to blame, I'm not, we'll get into it. I'm not blaming Doc Rivers, this right, loss right, on Doc right. Rivers, okay. but I know as a Clippers fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's there hard. were some
2: years that you would watch the TV and say to yourself in the playoffs, what why? is going on?
0: And 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 the same thing, Jake. When, when the Lob City Clippers blew their 3-1 lead to the Rockets, we had a second unit captained by, you know, Karan Butler and Big Baby Davis, who saw the, the floor for a stretch of eight to nine minutes. And I'm watching leads dwindle while Nick Young is, is chucking up bricks still. And and I'm and I'm like, doc, why why are my starters not in the game? Why is this not happening? The same kind of lack of in-game adjustments, and it's tough. But when when a Doc Rivers lead is about to be blown, when a Doc Rivers series about to be blown, you see that shit coming. And and I and I know all y'all are where I was. We're like, yeah, this this was that was the one. That was the one. It's done.
2: (laughs) Kyle and I were talking, and we were in agreement. I think Kyle, the third Lou Williams, this third straight Lou Will basket.
0: You know, I was
2: like. Oh no, yeah. yep. we're yep. in the, we're in the down spot. We are in the end game now. Yeah, we like were it's good. going, it's going, it's going downhill. It was,
1: 14 it,
0: options. We were in one time.
1: It's <laughs> funny that you say that too. Cause uh, shout out Phoenix. my man, Joe Vale sent the text at the same exact moment we're talking about right now. He goes, Oh, we're going to lose. I already see it coming. Uh-huh. Like, fuck this. Like,
0: yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so Kyle, go ahead. Before we get any more into it. it the question is because the, the jazz who we'll get to later are not out of the woods either. So the question is, how do either one seed, how do, the, how do the one seeds stave off elimination? So first, we'll start with the Sixers. I need the facts on the Hawks series. And then I'm finna yeah. at your head. But go ahead, give us the facts. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean,
1: it, it, for both teams, just staying with both for a second. They're both going on the road. That's going to be mm-hmm. very tough. But for the Sixers, it, it's second half collapses. I don't understand it. Um, we saw Joel, what, 0 for 12 in the second half of game four. Yesterday, he played a little better in the second half. More of the team around him collapsed. Uh, ben Simmons has still yet to shoot a shot in the fourth quarter, Hello. if I'm correctly, in these past two games. And the free throws, we don't even need to talk about. And the bench, Doc, you alluded to earlier. Doc is giving these guys minutes, and they're not doing anything with them. We saw a Sixers bench first rotation in the second quarter. Looked pretty well. Keep the lead. Um, into halftime and then the next rotation in the third quarter let him come back a little bit and to start the fourth quarter especially and there was a point i believe there was nine minutes left in that fourth quarter where doc sent the whole starters back in even furcon you could have left he's out there but he even uh. sent furcon in because you got to stop the bleeding and unfortunately they they couldn't still so probably waited too long for for them uh still, still anyone, probably waited too long to put the starters anyone could see it um it's the second half i mean it's the second half there's no other way to say it you, you're up in both games by double digits at halftime and you can't hold that lead for even 12 minutes and you need to do it for 24. So I guess yesterday they held the lead for the third quarter. They were up what 16 going into the fourth, but it's second half collapses. I I don't have any words for how it happened. I'm still in shock.
0: The the Hawks ride momentum or have been at least maybe better than any team, especially in the playoffs. That's how they won the Knicks series. It's how they won game one of this series. And they're building momentum again. And, and, they they built it in game five and you guys never took it back. I even think Doc waited too long to put the starters back in. I think he put the starters back in with like, you know, when the lead was like 11 12. When it was 26, the minute that shit hits 16, 17, at least one of my starters is at the is at the scores table. At least one to help stop the bleeding.
1: But that's the thing there that he's he's pulling the entire roster, right? Mm-hmm. So like not even one starter's on the court. You look at the jazz yesterday. Um, I know they lost, but the Jazz only played nine players, which means at all times throughout the entire game, they had a starter on the court. And we're talking about they played nine. Uh, Oni played like four minutes. Derek Favors played like six minutes. I mean, I mean, I, like, did they need the rest? And should all five rest at the same time? No, I, I, I don't get it. There's no other team that runs a playoff rotation like that. Right. No other team pulls their entire starters off for more than two minutes at a time. Doc Rivers does it for like eight.
0: Mm-hmm. But here's, here's why I don't let you off the hook. When you say you have no words, I need words. I need an explanation because you were you were Mister. I'm not worried. The worst it'll be is two two going back to Philly, and I'm not worried about that. And yeah. and the reason why I I the reason why I need an explanation is because you act like this wasn't. You know, this wasn't foreseeable. Like, this was improbable that you would be in this situation. I, and while it was unlikely, it wasn't improbable. So, like, what, what, what's honestly, going on, man? What's honestly, going on, the, man?
1: the way that both of these games happened, the way and how, how it happened, not maybe one time but improbable. two times, the same exact way, is so improbable. Maybe maybe For improbable. me, my words, my words on the Sixers right now and a lot of my disappointment is I don't even think the Hawks are playing that well. They're not beating us. They are beating us. You know, 48 minutes, blah, blah, blah. But for a second-round playoff series, the Hawks aren't playing well enough to beat us this bad and embarrass us, honestly, mm-hmm. the way the Sixers are playing. We're beating ourselves, which, which sucks. Mm. We are beating ourselves. You don't blow a 26-point lead. I don't even think the Hawks shot over, like, 50% in the second half. It's just we couldn't get a bucket. We didn't have a field goal for the last seven minutes of the game. But...
2: Isn't that somewhat predictable? Like, go and think back to the ways I, that the Sixers so. get bounced in the playoffs in painful fashion. You're it's, left I mean, wondering... It's, painful. it's always you're painful. You're left wondering where is the offensive game plan at the end? Joel, love him, but he's not going to be getting the foul calls that he, that he feasts on earlier in the game. He doesn't get those in the final but, two minutes. It's hard ew. to go to a big man and, and, and get your own shot, especially when A, he's playing on a torn meniscus, B... They're, they know that there's no other weapons. You collapse on Joel Embiid and the ball goes out to Tobias Harris, who has shit in his pants. That man <laughs> is terrified at the moment. And don't even get me started on Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons shouldn't Go be out ahead. on that court. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that's Go ahead. Because, because it's time. It's, yeah. time. it's time. It's time. Tyrese Max, you should take Ben Simmons minutes. I I like. I don't. I, at this point, oh, you're so good on defense. Your first team, all defense. How is that defense in the second half?
0: I Where was the defense when you needed to stop? I truly believe that Ben Simmons played his last home game at the Wells Fargo center because I, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think you come back like to Philadelphia. I don't think it gets to a game seven. I think the, the momentum is seized. Now you have to go to Atlanta. Whether I you make it a close game or not, can. it's, it's, it's fine. But I truly believe Ben Simmons played his last, his last home game in Philly. Like it looks like it's run its course. Like it is what it is at least in, in this scenario, in this situation. It, it might be what it what it is at this point. How many, how many times can you ask for a person to improve on on one singular thing? How many times? And it just not happened. So maybe he has to go to a different team, a different scenario, different coaches, and maybe it'll get better over there, or he'll fit into their scheme better. But for what the Sixers are, what they need, it, it looks like it's run its course, man. Like
1: what I mean. Hey, first of all, if Ben Simmons goes somewhere else and starts fucking shooting threes, I'm going to be I'm <laughs> right, going to be Yeah, we mapped that. Before we I'm gonna that be sick. But You're honestly, like, Mar- you lose game one. You get, you get caught in game one. You get caught sleeping a little bit to Atlanta. Game two and three, you pretty much dominate. I, I mean, there wasn't too much issues. And four and five, you collapse. I mean, I mean like... I wish we were... If we're going to lose, I wish we were getting beat. I I don't wish we get swept like we got swept last year by the Celtics. But I wish I could look at the Hawks and be like, you guys are playing your ass off. But that's simply not the truth. Mm. It really isn't. I I mean, we lost last night by, what, three? We lost a game before by three. And we didn't score a bucket the last seven minutes last night and probably some similar stats the night before. I mean, I wish... We were getting beat. It is still a reason why I do have some hope in this game six. I, I, at this point, it's hard to say anything about trusting this team to win two games. But we've looked so dominant at many instances in this series that I'm still holding on to a little hope. It, but it's just like, it hurts, man. You can hear the, like, the despair in my voice probably. I, I went to bed last night just destroyed. Mean, I, was, I had you, to open... I, I had to open at work this morning, which sucked even more. Couldn't even you know sleep in about it. I just right, had, to, right. had to face it as
0: soon as you woke up. Jake said he didn't want to even talk about it today, which there was absolutely no chance. That was that the vibe at work, away.
1: dude. That was the vibe <laughs> at work. It was like, don't it, talk to
0: me about it. I think
2: it was PFT from Barstool uh, put out like this is an all-time don't check the internet day for Philadelphians.
1: Yeah,
2: that's exactly how I felt. But you know, here, like, I'm going to the rationalization has kicked in. I said there's no way to rationalize. What happened and there really isn't but going forward like you said kyle like you need to hold out a little bit a little yes. bit like vegas when you look at the odds i mean it kind of varies uh but points bet for instance is one of the sports books they have the sixers at plus 135 meaning they think the sixers win about like 45 percent of the time atlanta wins 55 the, the series the series yeah so like it really isn't out of the question. They've proven they're the better team throughout, you know, a certain stretch of the game. They just haven't been able to close the game, which you, you got to take your hat off to Atlanta. You don't want to take anything away from them because they they seized the moment. But it surely does feel like a gunshot to the foot. Two of them it's actually. It's the energy level. <laughs> yeah,
1: there, there's two ways these things go. Either you know, light a fire under your ass, or you just get uh-uh. you're defeated. Uh-uh. You're done before you even play the game. And the way we looked to end last game. And for the fact that it happened twice in a row. Fire should I'm not have been short. Sure, I'm not so sure it's going to let a fire under their ass yeah. like it should. Fire yeah.
0: fire should have been lit. Ash should have been burning. Like the, yeah. at, at 6 18 points is enough. It, 26 don't need to happen to me again.
1: 26 at home. Like, like that. Like,
0: that oh. eight, eight, 18 is enough. Before we move on to the next series cuz the Jazz y'all not out of the woods either. I got bars mm. for you too. But <laughs> who gets the blame? Piece piece of the pie. How many slices are you giving and who gets the blame? For me, there's only two people who can call themselves a part of the Sixers organization who don't deserve blame. And that's Daryl Morey and Seth Curry. When when everyone's getting yelled at, those two can pack their bags and, and go on home and exit the room. Everybody else needs to sit down and be talked to to meet literally every single person down the line, even, even Joel and B Joel, Joel's not out the woods either. He, he has the least amount of blame for me, but even him, you know, starting 10 for 12 and going, what, 2, two for two for 10 after that? And going 20% after that? Um, turnovers, you know, uh, bad plays with the ball. Ben Simmons, three, four shot attempts. Tobias Harris, 11 shot attempts. Like, it's – it's everybody else gets blamed but Seth Curry and Daryl Morey. So, yeah. I, I need to know because a lot of it is people wondering how much blame Doc Rivers gets.
1: Yeah. And, Danny, you can go, Jake. I –
2: Look, Ben Simmons eaten at least half the pie by himself. Mm. <laughs> Just straight up gobbling half that pie. Straight up. Uh, I mean, we've already kind of went over. I think, you know, maybe in future episodes, we can go over what a trade for Ben Simmons might look like at this point with, with his performances. But um, moving down the list, I think Tobias eats probably 20% of the pie, at least for the last two games. He's solid all year. And then, you know, he pulls up old Toby again, smashing shit against the side of the backboard in key moments. like it That's unexplicable. And then you can kind of divvy up the rest. I think um, the bench unit as a whole, maybe you give Matisse, you give Dwight, you give George Hill like a little, I don't know, 10, 15% and then you give Doc the rest because yeah. there was just no answers to be had. Bench unit wasn't doing anything. We pointed out Doc's rotational issues and the fact that this is a theme for him. So that's how I divvy up my pie. Joel, no pie for joel i'm sorry no, no 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 i can't 37 burger no, no, i can't like, I, burger. Joel,
0: I can't cuz because joel's game was a microcosm of what happened to the team he had a great first half i get he's playing with a torn meniscus like i'm really not trying to discount that like i, I watched chris paul try to play on a torn meniscus it's not easy and he's 7 feet tall but if you're going to go out there then i then i have to hold you accountable I, as my superstar mvp candidate and when you start and 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 have a torrid first half and your second half tails off and and you know we have this cataclysmic you know collapse then yes not, sir, you you get a little part of it absolutely it's it's not I'm the not same gonna this is kind
2: of like the dame take a little bit like Kyle's dame take
1: a little bit a little oh, my bit dame take, a little oh, my dame take my dame take was good <laughs> i still back that uh, but regardless, this the
0: same take. you just don't got emotion. like it's the well, same. no, tick. no,
1: no, I'm going to give MB the piece of the pie. For it. It's a different reason, though. It's for the game before to get the game before he should have done for it last night. Last right. night. Um, I mean, come on. He had 37. Seth had 30 some. No other Sixers even in double digit scoring. Uh-huh. You, know, you know, you can get a pass for getting 37 points shooting 60 percent or whatever. He shot. I'm fine with that. Maybe he could have had 40 last night and maybe, you know, he could have made a play here or there down the stretch. A over play regardless. here or there, y'all blew a twenty-six Short. point lead. A play Ain't here and no, ex- there. Exactly, but but uh, come on, no other player on that team played well besides Seth Curry. I'm not br- and, but, and, but and, I don't and, mean he, he's excused from all of it. He's the best player he, on the he's, team. He's not, but it wasn't him last night. Game game four, yes. Joel takes fifty percent of that pizza, bro. But for me it's like and Danny Green gets his pass. You didn't mention Danny Green. He's been hurt. He gets his pass on the floor, oh, but of people
0: who are on the floor, right? right <laughs> yeah, but uh,
1: no. Nah, for me, it's like I, I'm not blaming Doc too much. The rotations are very questionable. We've been talking about this bench thing for weeks now. That's the only part that I'm gonna put on him. Um, I don't think game plan wise there was anything wrong, you know, with what's happening with the five guys you have on the floor. Um, but, it, it, but it's Ben Simmons, and, and Jake pointed on it. Um, he, he he did nothing the last eight minutes of the game. And I mean nothing but biz free throws. I, I mean, he's going out there. He's staying on the, he goes to the, you know, free throw line. He stops his dribble and passes to someone else. And then he's just a moving body. He, he, he gave this team nothing the entire fourth quarter. Tobias gets a little, um, probably about, you know, 25%. What I'll say about Tobias is they weren't even giving him the ball last night. Uh, regardless, he needs more than four points, but it's tough. You know, to, to play up to your level, if he's not touching the freaking ball, go, get, he the wasn't,
0: ball. go get the ball. He's he didn't it, want the ball. He didn't want the, ball. Didn't want the ball. Maybe like, he didn't want it. He didn't but, want but, it. But,
1: but sure, he didn't even have his opportunities to mess up. Like for 11, huh? yeah. I, I tell you what. But that I tell was you in what. the end. If, look at his first half stats. He shot the ball like four times. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, uh, but that's it, man. Like, it, it's Ben Simmons. And I can't say it enough. I, I, I saw the hate on, on Ben finally today. Tobias got a lot of the brunt last night, but. Uh, actually watch the game tape this man did nothing for eight minutes of basketball He's a warm body and, and James said it earlier about the defense you're supposed to be all NBA first team defense but Trey Young's is willing buckets on you whenever he wants so whenever he it, damn well please it's a mess Trey Young uh, took
2: 19 free throw attempts too. let me tell you what that's too many when they're hacking Joel up and nothing gets called Joel's a flopper yeah. 100% a flopper but yeah. they hack Joel up a little bit and they swallow their whistles where Trey Young gets 19 free throws that's I mean look the Sixers deserve to lose that game. I'm not making a case that they got 100%. gypped in any way. They gypped themselves. But, I mean, a little frustrating to play against Trey.
1: Yeah.
0: Kyle was so, so not worried about this series. Do you remember? I wasn't. Do you remember Dude. how not worried he was? I said, all right. I, I said, Nine. all right. I said, all right. Yeah, now.
1: No one could have predicted this. No one can predict two 20-point collapses on back-to-back nights. No. When, no, when no, 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 You have all the no. momentum in the series no when you are destroying it. this team when Trey Young playing like ass still isn't shooting efficient 18 assists though I'll give him that that was a great game mm-hmm. last night 30 whatever the 39 game. 39 yeah and head. he still probably shot like 30 percent from three I mean it, I wasn't worried and rightfully so I, I will still defend that take in the moment because at that point in the series there shouldn't have been and no team has ever done this you can't an say, point lead the 26 at you home. can't
0: you can't say that no one predicted because one I wasn't predicting Collapses like this But I just told you yes. To watch out I told you to watch out And you got hit sure. And you got but hit In the back Every single
1: head. point I made in that take Is true And the Hawks Still aren't playing Good enough to beat us we I'm are gonna call you ourselves. Custer
2: You're dying on that hill My man no, that's, your hill. that's your last That's hey, your last I, thing I, I,
1: I've already Fortunate. said I ain't confident anymore But all the points I made Were still correct We're not being beat We're beating ourselves Which is a shame
0: Fortunately for y'all You're not the only One seed struggling In these playoffs
1: Yeah now I get to Come at y'all next
0: On <laughs> On <laughs> Yo, unfortunately <laughs> for y'all, no one's talking about this team. So we will we'll talk about them cuz y'all y'all all over the media today. But the Utah Jazz are also down 3-2 to, to the Clippers after a a performance by none other than Paul George. Who would who would have thunk it?
1: 3 of them. Pissed.
0: Who who, who would have thunk it? So Carl, go ahead, give me the facts on the Clippers Jazz series.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, so Last night. We can start with last night because we saw... I'll get to it, how the series has changed. But Clippers shot 52%, 40% from three. Jazz 47%, 30% from three. No Jazz started with a positive plus minus. Blah, blah, blah. Stats are for losers. There's one glaring difference (laughs) between game five and game four. But somehow, all the stats are eerily similar. And that's that there's no Kawhi Leonard. But the Clippers are still doing that to them. I mean... And that leads into the question honestly is will the clippers be able to finish off utah without Kawhi? i mean simply put nothing changed from game four to game five without him on there so can they do it again uh we'll leave it at that i mean not too many stats you got to look at because the series has completely changed without Kawhi. but on the floor everything's staying the same so
0: i keep asking the question after 40 point game after 40 point game after crazy performance I kept asking, is Donovan Mitchell that guy? Is is he that guy? And people would say, look at the games. He's dropping 40. Look at him. He's a killer. Yeah. And I'd be like that. But is he that guy? And these past two games have shown me that he he might have some, some incredible stretches, some great performance, and scoring the ball is not his problem.
1: Mm-hmm. But he's
0: not that guy. He doesn't look like yeah. that guy to me. And he's on the brink of getting of getting bounced. He's on the brink of, of having done to him this year what he did last year to
1: people. Yeah, that that is a take that has aged well for you, James. <laughs> uh, even even though he had thirty seven in game four, it was a bad thirty seven. Yeah, they still lost by fourteen, and he shot like thirty something percent. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I still think he is, you, but
2: you can sometimes tell. And I, I'm not interested in like. I don't know, but I'll just throw it up there that he was dealing with injury issues. And when you look at the last two game logs, uh, last game, he shot 15 three-pointers, or excuse me, two games ago, he shot 15 uh, three-pointers. And then this last game, he shot 14. That's not really his game. Like He he can take and make threes, sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if I were to look like just quickly, I mean, he's averaging 14 and a half three points attempted. Like he attempted... 8.7 during the regular season. So that's a huge jump. And I don't know if he feels like he's compelled to because of how the games are going or if it maybe is And like you saw in game four, everyone thought Joel was hurt. And a big reason for that is his settling for jumpers. So Donovan Mitchell, very athletic, doing the same thing. That's the only thing that kind of raises my eyebrows, regardless of that.
1: Yeah.
2: LA's in a great spot here without Kawhi. I mean, you know, I don't know about their future prospects. Yeah. I don't know how how it works for them down the road, but at least for this series, they could take one or two. They yeah. could easily take one or two again without Kawhi. Mm-hmm.
1: Going back home, you, you got to want to go for this game six, obviously. Um, Utah, I mean, not known for its sports, but that place gets rocking when the when the Jazz are playing well. Um, back to the Donovan Mitchell real quick. Let me know if this makes sense. He's a shot maker, not a shooter. And we have a lot of those in the league. Jimmy Butler, he's a guy like that. LeBron, in a way, is kind of like that. You look mm-hmm. at his shooting percentage; it's not crazy, but shot maker. shot maker. So, as Jake said, he, shooting fifteen threes is kind of forcing on Donovan Mitchell's end. Like that's not his game. I, I mean, I got to see more out of him. And last night, he should have done a lot more. I mean, Bojan played well, right? And and that was it. If Bojan has thirty something like he did, Donovan Mitchell has to find a way to win that game. Right. I mean, that that's ridiculous. Well,
2: Rudy Gobert has proven to be nothing but a big french pylon out there that's another one we should all pat ourselves on the back oh my god oh my god
0: no none of us none of us ever jumped on a rudy gobert bandwagon as much as much as we hang our hat on stats too we very much could have found an angle to all be rudy gobert like defenders and we just didn't do it we we allowed room for the eye test and i just it'll never happen for me it'll no it'll never happen for me it'll literally never happen
2: when matt brings up oh his guck stat, uh, where all stat catcher says that he's the best of all time. I will look at Matt, and I'll go click and turn on the Terrence man dunking on all over Rudy Gobert, Reggie Jackson <laughs> taking him to the hole.
0: Many a highlights.
2: Come on, come yeah. on. I do
0: gotta give props Stop. to somebody real quick, and that's and that's PG thirteen Paul George because this man has has been snapping. Kyle said three of them things three of them things it is and, and averaging like in, in this series in three and last three games in the series averaging 33 points nine rebounds and four assists and and this a lot of it is it, is without Kawhi and it's just mad impressive and here's the thing about Paul George I am not ready to get completely back on the Paul George bandwagon but I'm You're re-
1: never allowed back on
0: but I'm ready but I'm ready to remove I want to be back on but I'm ready to remove <laughs> the pandemic P nickname I'm ready to remove that I'm, okay. ready to, I'm ready to remove that. Chris
2: Stops is waiting in the wings. It, it.
0: It, it, pass it on down. The torch has been passed. <laughs> because not only are you doing this, you know, in the playoffs, and not only are you kind of undoing what you did in the bubble, but you're doing it, you know, during adversity, on the road in a hostile environment in Utah, without your best player going into the game. It's different if Kawhi goes down in that game. And now you've already been in a rhythm that Jazz are kind of throwing out of whack, and you still continue to go on and have, you know, a career-high 37 or something like that. Going into Mm -hmm. the game, they know all of it's on Paul George. If Paul George doesn't get going, this team doesn't get going. And he he never allowed that to happen. He came out, hunted his shot, got in his rhythm, got to his spots, and was giving the buckets from quarter one to quarter four. And that's what he said playoff P would be all those years ago. And it it hadn't really shown up until now. Like now, he finally looks comfortable. He's going to get his shot. So I, I just got to give him props. Like I said, I'm not ready to be on back on the bandwagon, Kyle. That's fine. If, if I'm never allowed back in the club, that's that's fine. But I'll take I'll take the sign off the door that says "Pandemic P." And that's I'm ready to remove that. He 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 it's got rid of everything.
1: Like, I mean, what we talked about last episode, now.
0: don't make me regret it now. Because no, it back to
1: him. <laughs> well, well, when we talked about it last episode, you were fair to say he's coming off of two bad performances, but I'm not looking at a two game span like this is this man's whole thing, cause, right. especially because he had shaken the pandemic P thing in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like he had a great first round. That's what I was leading you know, trying to. I had a great regular season.
0: At had a great regular season. Yeah,
1: and that's what I was trying to get across last week. Um, I mean, shit, I came in a lot more confident about my take than yours, so I'm not going to come at you heavy, but. Mm-hmm. I, Paul George is back, man. I, he's back, at least for this series. At least enough to win this series. Nah, it's got to be sustainable. It's
0: got If the he own. does this and has it done in the Western Conference Finals, it, it's back. It's got to be but sustainable. But when you look at
1: the playoffs as a whole, it's only two bad games. So
2: all I will say is I personally, like I don't mind if someone else does, James, if you want to, that's fine. I'm going to wait until the end of the series to take the nickname off. If he can win this series, nickname comes off. Mm-hmm. But what I'm worried about is he? they caught them fresh. Utah hadn't seen what a Kawhi-less Clippers team ran like in the playoffs. Now they have. And Paul George, during the regular season, in nine games without Kawhi Leonard, he shot 37.9% field goal, 29% from three-point range, uh, only 19.2 points per game, 6.6 rebounds, 4.6 assists. That's pretty mundane. I mean, that's like number two. He's not ascending, at least in the regular season. And he looked good. He's looked great the past three games. For his sake, sure, I hope it continues. No this is getting off my back. But I got to see it before I'm taking yep. it off and putting it back on again.
1: Yeah, and I'm not sure it's going to be an easy two games here. Um, I mean, obviously it could be one, but the Jazz aren't going to go down without a fight here. Uh, even yesterday's game was closed for a while. I know it was in Utah. You hate to lose that one, but... They're not getting blown off the court, really, I don't think. Um, and it's going to no. take a lot for the Clippers to keep it that way because we're talking about Paul George, but Marcus Morris is playing out of his mind right now, too.
0: But next, man up, mean, next man up mentality over there for yeah. the Clippers. Everybody. Yeah, Brent Jackson mean, stepped up. Terrence, man, stepped up. Literally all the way down the line, it's going. That man, yeah. Jackson's been hooping. Like, you got to yep, give it they, to him.
1: They're going to need to sustain that. I'm not so sure. Save Marcus Morris doesn't. I mean, coming off of 25 points game for 24 game four, 25 game five on very efficient shooting, like, unsustainable, efficient shooting. Uh, if he doesn't do that again in game six, they could be in trouble going back to Utah again. I, I do think they clean it up in game six if we want to throw some predictions out here. They're going back home, man. Um, They're going back home. Yeah, I I, uh, I do think they clean it up, uh, but I don't think they win by much. I, I think it's going to be another dogfight because Donovan Mitchell's coming off of a bad game and I have full confidence that uh, he's going to have a 30 bomb at least.
0: You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that but guy. he will. You're not they might lose.
1: Guy. They might lose. He may make some bad decisions. But Donovan Mitchell's putting 30 points in the hoop at least in Game Six.
0: Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. he probably will. Yeah. Like, like I will never and that's doubt. Their formula to win. Ugh, you're not that guy. You're not that guy.
2: <laughs> I, I would say I, I would say the Clippers are more likely than not to advance here. You need one out of two. you mm-hmm. You're Gonna have a home game. I mean, I just don't think without Kawhi the entire season they're eleven and nine, and they lost. They their last four without Kawhi they lost, but remember they were trying to lose those games. Paul George also didn't play, Mm -hmm. so really it's like eleven and five without Kawhi. Granted, again the regular season's a whole different animal, but it's just something the Bears watching. I'm gonna say Clippers and seven because it's more fun.
0: Clippers. (laughs) I'm gonna say Clippers and seven. I need this series kind of to go seven. Um, I need as much time off as possible because my guy Chris Paul's got COVID. Um, so. Neither of
1: you, neither of you, sound like you really think the Clippers are going to lose Game Six. You just want it to go. I seven. Need it, no,
0: no, Kyle, I need it to go seven. Is that what you think? Oh, I don't want it to go seven. <laughs> Fuck what I think. What well, I need it to go seven. <laughs> what I think doesn't matter. I need well, it to go seven. So that's but my I prediction. think doesn't matter. But yeah. I'm, putting shut down the podcast. I'm putting right here. Right, I'm putting. I'm putting all my energy into it going seven. So something yeah, got to happen. In, something got to happen in Game Six.
1: Something
2: um, are we doing Sixers as well? Go ahead. Sixers. Series oh
0: that that series is over. I thought I made that clear when we were talking about the Sixers. Um, That's Hawks so, Six. Sorry.
2: Like it's like the the scene, and I forget. I think it's maybe day after tomorrow, where the guy is standing on the beach with the massive tsunami coming in, and. He knows that he can't run. So he stands there and he gazes into mm. the tsunami and that I'm going to gaze into the tsunami and say Sixers and Seven. My unyielding, undying optimism for the Sixers will go down
1: uh, with its ship and
2: yeah. uh, it'll be a beautiful death.
1: <laughs> yeah. beautiful. I mean, I, shit, I can't back out now, man. Got my flag right there. Yeah. Can't see my TV. but my, I don't even know why I got a Sixers shirt on my TV, but I do. Sixers and Seven. We're gonna come home. We're gonna beat that one, or we're gonna beat Atlanta. We're gonna come home, and we're gonna finish the second half this time in Game Seven. Um, I still think we've been the better team. I, I, if we collapse three no, times in a row, I might never watch a basketball game again. I, I might just skip. the I was finals. considering not watching Game Six already. You're so.
0: hurting us all. I will tell your stories. I put it that way. You, you brave, you brave soldiers. You.
1: But I, when I, it happens, sure I'm coming on hot. You, I'm coming on come hot. Come on,
0: Kyle. If it happens, man, you can't come you. on hot. I'm over the Jim
1: one It's over.
0: It's, it's over. Kyle, it, if, it, if it happens, you might be able to just run the, the whole, I'll give you 40 minutes, I mean, uninterrupted for that episode. Just go ahead and talk all, all sorts of shit. If that happens. Coming on, dude, I, it's so frustrating.
1: I still think, and I've said it, and it, it's a one-liner for how the series is going. The Hawks aren't beating us, we're beating ourselves. And it is so true. It, mm. It's, I mean, it's mm. the classic thing you like to throw around in sports. Well, this is the example for it. Any coach, this is the example. You're beating yourselves. Right. Throw on game four and game five of the Sixers. I mean, mm. it's ridiculous, man. All right,
0: well, let's go into fantasy land real quick. Imagine that the Hawks take care of y'all, the Clippers take care of the Jazz, and they, and they both advance, and then say the the Nets also take care of the Bucs because they're not out of the weeds just yet in that series. Um, mm-hmm. What are the chances that the Hawks – and the Clippers could actually challenge the number two seeds in their respective conferences. So the Hawks challenging the Nets, and the Clippers challenging the Suns. What 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 realistic you know possibilities are there for those teams advancing to the finals? First, we'll start with the Hawks taking on presumably the Nets, but without without Kyrie and a, and a half a James Harden, the, the Bucks have a fighting chance. But for for the sake of this argument, we'll say that the Nets take care of business.
2: I'm, I'm gonna get out in front of this one. I'm gonna plant my flag. The Hawks are better than people, Kyle. Think that they are.
0: <laughs> Kyle's the only the one Hawks. who do they're good. Kyle's the only one who don't think they're good at this point. Since, they're not playing good.
2: Since the institution of Nate McMillan, they were the second best team in the NBA. They were one of the best home teams in the league this year. When you look at their games against the Nets, they went one and two against the Nets. But it was two of the, actually all three of the games were, it was December 30th. January first, and then at the end of January. So early on in the year, they're playing the Nets. Those two teams have changed a lot, and the Nets and the Hawks have changed for the better. They already no, they have not lost to the Nets by more than six points. And it's like if there was one team where it's like, all right, well, the Nets are just going to play no defense and have more firepower and you know blow you out. The Hawks aren't really the team to play that game with. The Hawks can you, you want to chuck? You want to get into a three shooting if game they with want the Hawks? To track
0: me, you want you want to run? Let's run.
2: <laughs> exactly, Let's they're run. a team built for that. Now Brooklyn's a better team, but it's the same story that we have in this exact series but, with the Sixers right now.
0: Yeah, but you don't have a guy who shoots out a clip like Trey. They got two, three when healthy Trey. who shoot out a clip like Trey. Doesn't
1: even shoot out a clip, man. Kyle,
0: I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that from you. I don't want to hear that from you. Of course he shoots like a clip. He's shooting
1: 30% from three in the playoffs, and the regular season wasn't even at 40%. I mean, come on. I don't
0: understand how you can watch a guy give you 39, dap up Quavo on your home floor after the game, and then say he doesn't shoot at a clip, and and then still try to sit here and downplay his performance. That would make me mad, by the way. That would make me the most mad, is watching him and Quavo do a little... Chilly little dap up on the on the hard floor of the Wells Fargo Center. That's what I, I, per- I would take a That's what I would take a purse I
1: didn't even see it, but I mean, I, realistically, and I I can't see the Hawks beating either of these teams. Even if the like, let's get out of fantasy land. Even if the Bucks beat the Nets, I can't see them being either the walkie's a
2: worse matchup for them i think
1: yeah and, and jake you make good points um but one thing if we are talking about these early matchups i mean the nets not actually the nets won't be at full strength but they were never at full strength and the hawks are now down deandre hunter and cam reddish from those games mm-hmm. i mean yep. i i don't think possibly they could do it and I, I understand you know the nets running gun but the nets are playing pretty good defense in the playoffs and it's showing a lot in this buck series especially last game um they're not, you know, what we thought, you know, the Nets, like, how to beat the Nets, just, like, play defense because they're not going to play none. No, the Nets are playing okay defense, en- enough to get them through for the amount of offensive talent they have. So, I mean, I, I can't see the Hawks beating either of these teams. I'm not going to put a number on it, but I don't think either can go seven. I mean, I mean, I, I think hmm. they're so outmatched. I mean, if, like, it's funny because the Hawks, you know, kind of play their, I don't
0: want to say their best ball, but... You know, they have less turnovers and more points per game when they're playing Brooklyn. Like when, when they go and play the Nets, they're, you know, they're, they're minimizing their their inefficiencies and maximizing their efficiencies. They, they become one of the highest scoring teams in the league and one of the most secure teams in the league with the ball, which is probably the recipe for being in the Nets. Don't have empty possessions and score a lot of points. It's probably how you beat the Nets. And the Hawks do that when they play them.
2: They're also, it's like the definition of house money. The Mm. definition people were picking New York to beat them, and New York was a very popular pick to beat them in round one. Mm -hmm. They just took down the Sixers. If they get there, what pressure is on them to win? None. None. Zero. This is the best season in recent memory, the best season for sure for this squad and sets you up nicely, even if you lose to the Nets next year. So Mm. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't, I just, I I don't 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 give them
0: much of an actual shot. It's it's, it's the
2: same way I viewed. This series, Sixers versus the Hawks, it's the yeah. same exact way.
1: It's, the thing about the Nets, though, is um, Sixers got caught um, matchup-wise. These, these teams don't play the same, and the Hawks' way of playing basketball is working. The, the Nets play that Hawks' way of basketball. True, and, yeah. and we want to talk about these old games. The last game happened in January. I mean, I mean, we're we're so further into the series right now. Um, and then you go to the Bucks, which more resemble a Sixers squad. Um, but have their shit together compared to this team in Philadelphia right now. I, I mean, I, I I can't see it. I, I just can't see it.
0: No, I mean, I, I think it will be funny that if the Hawks do it, they'll go from the villains of round one uh, to the darlings of the NBA if they beat you guys. Yeah. The they're already
1: Panthers. the darlings.
0: I yeah, mean, they're the, the, definitely darlings the, the, the the, right now. The vibe change is crazy because they were the villains. Yeah. Thing. Trey Young was a villain going into NY, which is is the lay you the, lay, the, the label you kind of want going into nyc that's what fuels you yep. and now you're the darling because you're about to you know be the cinderella story of the league. the vibe change yeah. is crazy from round one to round two but the other team the western conference four seed uh the clippers say they go on take care of the jazz which i think they will and they go on to take the phoenix suns who have already advanced uh, what are the chances that you know they have to 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 take down the phoenix suns in the western conference finals if they were to advance there
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the one uh, that I'm giving a lot of thought to. Um, Not that I'm counting the Hawks out completely. Well, I am counting the Hawks out. Why am I even saying that? Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, it it comes down to, first of all, can Kawhi play, right? Um, We have no idea on his status right now. Um, And obviously a huge blow to that team going into a fresh series against a team that's having no trouble in these playoffs in the Suns. Um, But I give him, uh, you know, a lot more of a shot um, because – I mean, they just are a good team. Like The Clippers are a good team, and it's taking people a while to come around on it. But if Paul George comes in hot, if Marcus Moore comes in hot, Reggie Jackson's playing above his level right now. If all these guys can sustain these performances, then this could be a series for sure. The Suns are the better team right now, especially without no Kawhi. But this could be a series for sure, just based yeah. on the star power that the Clippers have. Well, well, I mean, they got a lot of guys that can come at you and mm-hmm. go off for one night. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one night. That's my next. I mean, that's Luke, my next
0: point. Like the yeah, those teams to me are built very similarly, and there there's obviously two stars on the team, but yep. they're they're not the ones who are guaranteed to pop off on a given night. It's very much evenly distributed. And you won't be surprised if. Devin Booker, Chris Paul slash Kawhi Leonard, Paul George gives you a 40 point game. You also won't be surprised if three of the start five starters are in 20 points, and no one's above 25, but no one's below 21. Like you would, you yep. wouldn't be surprised either way. Marcus Morris and um, Jay Crowder kind of play very, very similar roles on the team: the enforcer yep. and kind of timely shot maker and defensive enforcer as well. Like they they're just. I mean DeAndre Ayton and, and Zubox are probably a wash. Like the like if you look at the matchups, I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it a, a little bit there. of an edge there. I'll give it. A, a little yeah. bit of an edge, especially how he played in, I would his, say, in this Denver I would series. Say like, give him a little bit of an edge.
1: But but I would say like Reggie Jackson, Mikael just have the same role player role.
0: Right, right, right. But act but the same way DeAndre Ayton held his own against Jokic, Zubox holds his holds his own against Biggs in the NBA. It's not it's not you stellar. Know. But he he holds his own. a
2: player of the year. (laughs) That's who he's beating up out there.
0: Exactly. So, like, I just think if this series were to happen, it would be very, very interesting. It's two very, very similar teams.
2: Yep. Uh, The only thing I will comment, I believe the loss of Kawhi hurts more than the loss of Chris Paul. Chris Paul, you still get his qualities of vocal leadership, um, whereas Kawhi's best qualities are the way he puts the ball in the basket, which he can't do if he's not out there. So there's just, and, and then beyond that, the two teams, the composition of Phoenix is a little bit more durable. You have still a, should have been an all NBA talent and Devin Booker, uh, he was not, but he, in my opinion, should have been out there uh, handling the ball when Chris Paul's not. So that's just my take on it. Again, I think it's probably more like 60-40 where I view Atlanta versus Brooklyn as like 80-20, in terms of percent times they win, if you run it a hundred times, like right. that, that's how I view it.
1: I think actually now that you you just put that thought experience in, in my head, Jake, and my answer is going to be weird. But the individual, if one's going to be out, if Kawhi's out, Chris Paul's playing, or Chris Paul out, Kawhi's playing, then the loss of Kawhi hurts a lot if Chris Paul's on the other floor. But if both these guys are out, I think the Clippers have a like much more of an edge here because. The Suns are here because Chris Paul. They're the engine. They're a good team all around him. But if Chris Paul is not on this team, I'm not so sure this team even sniffs the Western Conference Finals. Um, They're too young um, without him. We've seen that the past couple years. Uh, They probably would have made the playoffs. We've seen step-ups from Booker and Aiton. But Chris Paul is the reason they are here. Um, They don't get this far without him. And losing him and the other team loses Kawhi, but they still got Paul George. Uh, and I know that you still got Devin Booker, but I'd value Paul George a little more in this series if he keeps playing this way. I think that would be tough to think. But Chris Paul is going to be back, and we know that. We yeah. don't know if Kawhi is going to be
0: yeah, back. Yeah, um, I mean, well, best case scenario, he's back, like, after game one, maybe only misses game one. Um, realistic, I think it's two max. Reali- realistic we'll scenario is probably game yeah. two. Worst case scenario, game three. And we can move on to the countdown after this point. But you want to talk about pain. You want to talk about? That's what you felt when you were watching the the Sixers collapse. You don't know pain. You don't. You don't. You don't know pain. This is this is pain. Even when everything
1: his whole career.
0: Even, even when everything is going perfectly, perfectly correct, he already beat the injury. That's what made me mad. Is we beat the injury this time. So
2: I'm like, this doesn't count as injury. This is just bad luck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Because because, saying, because yeah. when yeah. you're running in the open field, after you get over the hurdle, there's like, there's nothing here. Then something just clips you in the back of the ankle and it's COVID and he's vaccinated. Like you, pain. That's that's what pain is, gentlemen. That's what I like, thought. I, because can, he, I cannot believe that. I can't. I he can't got like that. the
2: whole team vaccinated, right? I was reading like he was like the one driving. The- mm. That is messed up. Up, it, I think, that is messed um, up.
0: That don't, that don't yeah. even make sense. Like if the basketball gods aren't speaking, then, and then I, I don't know what's going on. But if it's not one thing, it, it's another. Like this wasn't. Whoo, man! That's why I'm playing yeah. for a seven-game series. That's what it needs. Yeah, to that's the
1: thing. Yeah, that honestly, that seventh game decides if Chris Paul misses one extra game in the Western Conference Finals because mm-hmm. that's how it sets up. These games are all going to be two days apart again. So and and uh, yeah,
0: after after one of his best career playoff performances to close out to. Like, it's just, Kyle, please go to the countdown because I can't do this anymore.
1: I just want to just put my point out real quick, be really early on this, assuming this series happens. If Kawhi plays any game in this series, I'm taking the Clippers. If Kawhi doesn't, I'm taking the Suns. But I do want to throw out, this was my Western Conference Finals matchup when I put out my bracket at the beginning. Um... So I gotta stick with that. I got, I have to stick with to it. If with Kawhi you. plays, if Kawhi plays, I, I still think the Clippers win. I've thought it since day one. So how's that? All right, we're moving into the countdown. All right. Let's go with number five.
2: The number of international players selected to all NBA teams: Jokic, Doncic, Antetokounmpo, Embiid, and our guy Rudy Gobert, <laughs> closing out the list. Uh, we talked about it guys I mean and like uh, There's a bunch of names Left off this list That maybe in coming years Will end up um, On it You know you, you you think about I don't know if the Canadians count You count Canadians Yeah They're international
1: International
0: uh, Yeah They're not from here so, Kind of
1: But in, in terms of growing the game Which is the point of international I don't think you count the, They're inter- kind of the, they
0: international players they, but you they look ask, at But the like, big
1: The big emphasis on international right, Is right. growing the game And Canada's been playing basketball For a while Right. You got Siakam, who's a regular on there too,
2: who's not yeah. on there this year. Um, I mean,
1: Wiggins is Canadian. Isn't uh, Steve Nash, Canadian. Anthony Edwards? Edwards. is Anthony Edwards Canadian? Anthony? Yeah. So. No, no, is, no.
0: Anthony, no, Anthony Edwards is from Georgia. But
1: there was someone from this draft that was Canadian. Um, regardless, though, um, it's big. I had to write a paper about it actually this past semester. I took a sports and global capitalism class in. Uh, we were talking about foreign outreach, of, you know. Uh, U.S. games and they're all growing and basketball seems to be at the head of that Um, a lot goes out to Michael Jordan in the 90s but 5 out of 15 players when 30 years ago there was barely one international player on every team it's impressive
0: here's why Donovan Mitchell is not that guy because Rudy Gobert got an All NBA team. Everything you, comes
1: back to this. He's
0: not that guy. You can't. You can't lose an All NBA team to your teammate who's also a scrub. Not only is Rudy Gobert a scrub, but he's your teammate. They recognized him twice in the awards before they recognize you once. you can't be that guy. <laughs> the more oh, I think you about
2: it, Rico so many strays,
0: dude, like... Boy, yeah. This is straight to both of them. This is a straight ball to both of them. This is like... They can't this supposed
1: guy. to be a good thing for him, but to get him at number five on the count. Actually, like, oh, the okay.
0: worst. <laughs> it's not good. For he can always get clipped. He can always get clipped.
1: Uh, All right, let's go to number four.
0: Uh, the number of earned runs Jacob DeGrom has given up this season through 11 starts. Like... What we're seeing right now from Jacob deGrom, I've never seen from a pitcher before. Like the Ridiculous. start after start after start after dominant performance. Like give him the MVP now. Not not the Cy Young, the MVP. And you know it's an all-time performance when you're giving a pitcher an MVP in the NL. Like it's it's bro, it's it's crazy. It's it's half the reason the Mets are in first place right now.
2: And no. the the other like really we couldn't fit this into uh we could not fit this into the countdown but like the other staggering thing he's driven in more runs than he's given up. Mm-hmm. He's he has 6 RBIs and he's batting 200. Francisco Lindor's batting 217. Yeah. He can do everything. He should be there. Well, where's Fred, where's Lindor? Bat third. Put Degrom in there when he doesn't pitch. No, and he got and a, we, he got a
0: hit last night in his start and like the before, and he was perfect through six before he got taken out last night. And his hit like it's a swing, like it's not a pitcher like going up there whacking at something. Like he drives through the ball and all that. It's wild.
1: And we looked at his ERA right before the show before you got in here, James. Uh, it's like a point five four. The next guy's like one point four four. Like he he's almost a full run. On ERA Ridiculous. under the next best Ridiculous. guy. And, I, and this, I've never seen that. This ain't
0: the first year. This is, at this point, Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double. Like, this is, he did this last year, too. He just didn't get yeah. the run support last year for it to be noticed and the Mets to be in first place. But
1: He's still barely getting it this year. Yeah. He has two losses and four earned runs. That shouldn't happen. Like that's,
0: yeah, that makes
1: no sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's go to number three.
2: Number three, the number of consecutive games Paul George has scored, 30-plus points, uh, recycling this one a little bit, but I think um, it kind of bears mentioning because Paul George, obviously, we, we you know we we, we kind of went through it, has been the ultimate maybe maybe I don't know if it's more than Rudy Gobert, hard to be more than Rudy Gobert, but he's been the scapegoat of a lot of the Clippers' woes over the past couple of years. And yeah. if you think back all the way to I think it was like 2014-15, I was a dude dunking on Birdman, dapping up LeBron, like he used to be that dude like we used to like how we think of donovan Mitchell that kind of used to be like Rudy or that kind of used to be Paul George and that's going by the wayside but uh I, I wouldn't hate seeing him get back to that
1: he got the bad end of the stick when the NBA bubble came back only sport all eyes were on it uh-huh. uh, just to have that collapse on you know the how the, the Clippers were NBA favorites weren't they going into the regular season oh so. yeah, yeah. I think so he yeah. got the he got the bad end and, end and here's there.
0: the thing Paul George is a guy who like I'll be I'll be very fair either way. So when you bad, I'm gonna let you know when you bad. But you good, I'm gonna give you the credit. But I'm just not afraid to, to call him out. So go ahead, he gets his credit. All right, let's
1: move on to number two.
0: The number of games the home team has won so far in the Sixers Hawks series. So we got a couple of of, of series this year that the home, that the away team has dominated. First one was the Mavs Clippers series in round one. This one is kind of in similar fashion, and and now i know why you put this in here kyle because oh, yeah. this is yeah. how you sleep at night do you do stuff like this and, oh no and, i put this in you know, here
1: because i put this in here because james tweeted at me today at like 1 p.m i'm coming at your neck uh, and i had never gotten that pre-podcast Now i was like i need something at the end of the podcast to give me sh- to give me some hope uh, <laughs> he,
0: he thinks he thinks my clip is empty
1: it's a this, game game just wait until yeah. Wait. I
0: have it at the buzzer. This is actually this I'm a. It's always the clips. full. Let's,
1: let's not give James the clips for YouTube. This go episode. ahead. Let's, he gonna try very. He's gonna try very. Give him no access to this episode. Hmm. All right, let's go to number one.
2: The number of times a guard has missed ten or more free throws in a playoff game. That will be by our buddy Benjamin Simmons. This last game, I would have the assertion. That he is, at least in the playoffs, and the statistics is once again, we're kind of going off the reservation, deviating a little bit here. Statistics won't tell you this, but he's the worst free throw shooter of all time. (laughs) My dad actually brought this up to me. He's like, you know, Ben Simmons is the worst free throw shooter of all time. Uh, like, uh, Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's Shaq. Wilt was terrible. He's like, yeah. But they're supposed to be terrible. Mm -hmm. Like Ben Simmons has all the skills of a guard. Mm -hmm. He has like great dexterity. He's got, uh, he can use both hands. Like theoretically he should be able to shoot free throws and he just, it's, it's gotta be mental. It's mental. It has to be mental. I don't understand. I literally like, like there's like a lot of times where we'll say, oh, I don't understand. But this is like one I genuinely, I have no answers for. There's no answers.
1: the only answer to me is mental. There's high school bench players that can shoot 50% from the line. You're in the NBA. I know he's probably shooting 100-something a day. His right? dad was an NBA is player. He? His, oh, his... He, I know he probably is. It's all mental. Like
0: It's crazy. it's all it's all mental at this point. Um, but we're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Fast. You can get the shots up at the buzzer, as always. Kyle, I got something to say at the buzzer. Go ahead and try to defend yeah, yourself uh, one more time. because you got, you got one more uh, thing nah. to
1: Nah, I'm not. I'm not thinking about sports at all. The second we click the X on this window, <laughs> I will watch the Nets game tonight. I'm interested in that Nets game. Right. But uh, started work again this week, man, and it, it, nothing like being productive again. There you go. I've, I've spent literally six weeks since I graduated just like watching TV shows. You know, maybe work out every now, every now and then, a couple times a week. Right. I tore my shoulder, so that hurts. I had to stop playing basketball and golf. But back at work, we're four days in this week, and nothing like being productive. It's it's. It's very you know fulfilling when I've been only been playing video games and doing nothing for six weeks.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Also,
1: injury update. I, I have to get surgery. So.
0: Oh man, when's that going down?
1: Yeah, uh, two weeks from today.
0: Well, we'll we'll make sure that before uh, before you go into surgery, we'll send you off, bro. Make sure you have a, a successful surgery. Um, are you still out? You start the Y camp down there in Phoenixville.
1: Uh, yeah, I got the. I got the unit leader now. Uh-oh. Like back office, oh, I'm not with the kids anymore. Oh, so, not you, so you're it's not
0: me. even in the sun. You out there in the Oh office.
1: yeah, unit leader is not what it used to mean. It's like leadership now. It's nice. Uh, there you go. There you go.
0: Jake, you got something to say at the buzzer?
2: Yeah, I, I would recommend anyone who... Actually, you know what? If you are in the like 20 to 27 range, there's really no excuse for I, like, oh, I don't have Apple. I can't watch the show. You know, like there are so many avenues. <laughs> I don't want to out myself. It's not like they're really going to come looking for me. I don't have cable, and I never will have cable again because I yeah, can find sure. anything I want to watch no, on the internet. No. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Ted Lasso is a you like it? phenomenal. James, you would love this show. You like like the How I Met Your Mother yeah. those type shows. I've it's seen make it. Make you laugh, make I, you cry. I've, I've you,
0: seen it. I've seen it, and it looks pretty. Like it looks pretty funny. I, I was wondering I was thinking about checking it out.
2: It's the concept of like a Southern, you know, American football coach being brought into an English Premier League, lower level English Premier League team and him kind of working his way in the way he does things and you know, a lot about character development and then they mix in the soccer, you know, the sport element too, so if you listen to this podcast, I strongly recommend, go watch Ted Lasso, I'm about like five, six episodes in, phenomenal show.
1: Yeah, you uh, you actually just reminded me, because I remember seeing the, uh, when they were promoting the Apple Plus or whatever it's called Apple TV Plus, I forget what it's called, but I was like, this sucks. Like, when I was looking at the uh, trailers for this, right. and I saw a review like a month and a half ago, like, this show is really good. You look it up on IMDb, it has insane ratings. And I'm like, hold up. Like, this is good? I, like, I need to watch that.
0: I thought it was going to be like goofy, spoof kind because it's Jason Sudeikis. He's like a real, like, you know, goofy Kind of, a little bit. But hey, it, it looks good. Uh, we actually do have an Add the Buzzer from StatMat. Um, said something in. I can only guess that it's a reaction to the collapse we watched in Philadelphia. But let's let Matt take the floor.
2: I also just want to prepare people. Uh, I think Matt recorded this on an Apache helicopter from the 1970s wars. Oh, I've heard it, and Uh, you guys are about to too. Here we go. Hey guys, just
0: thought I had to say this since I'm
2: a pretty big Ben Simmons defender. There's no excuse of what happened last night. I know Ben has a lot of those games where he doesn't really do much offensively, but I always counter with his defensive impact is unmeasured on the court. Last night, that did not show up. When, in the fourth quarter, the starters came back
0: in, and Bible and Simmons and all came back in, the, def- the defense did not get better. Trey Young kept scoring, Lou Williams kept scoring if Ben Simmons isn't going to do anything offensively and can't stop Trae Young defensively, then honestly there's no point in him being on the court as much as it pains me to say it it's just the truth it's just the truth did you hear hear the pain and disdain in his voice? I've never heard him I've never heard him in in that kind of tone before. He said if Ben Simmons isn't going to do anything for us defensively, then there's no use for him on the court he, he didn't oh, no. stutter He didn't stutter either My goodness That's how I felt
2: Patented stat mat icicles in his veins When he said that one Makes Let me
0: chill out Let me piggyback for my at the buzzer Because Kyle wants to get him looking right at you And and earlier oh, baby, baby. earlier this month Kyle dropped his, his big board Shout out to Kyle's big board Go run out those numbers up on YouTube right now And right in the beginning of that video Number 5 top five under 25 players right now he has the same guy who everyone is throwing under the knife right now in Ben Simmons and doesn't have the guy who's giving Ben Simmons I'm those on. buckets in Trey Young so right now I'm calling for you to mend your list right here right now you got to take Ben Simmons off of that number five spot and put Trey Young in there you can no longer have Ben Simmons over Trey Young as a top five under 25 player you just can't do it After what we're seeing from Trey Young and what we're not seeing from Ben Simmons, there's no way. Ben Simmons isn't dapping up Meek in in ATL, is he? No, that's Ice Trey. So you got to, you got to, I'm sorry. You got to remove that. It's got to happen.
1: I got to say something. I need to say something. You're calling me out. Uh, All right. Ben Simmons, you're off my list. Number five on the big board. Coming in at the new number five. Zion Williamson. I'm not giving you Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys. I don't know if it's gonna fit tomorrow's. I mean, Zion's at five. Then
2: I don't have a problem with that. I mean,
1: Zion. I think it's it like, why? why, why, why the why the leapfrog over, leap over Trey?
0: Why the leapfrog over Trey? Why? Because now it's personal You know personal. why? James. Yeah, now it's you personal. know why? you are so on.
1: petty. Future. Future value. Um, and I actually, I wanted to say in the big boy watching the video back, I still think that Trey like is in the perfect scenario for him. If you put him on a lot of other teams, I don't think he has nearly the same impact. Um, but yeah, hey, it fits today's narrative, James thank you uh, i will take ben simmons off the list thank you for letting me amend my list oh uh, no, no, of
0: course of course number five. as long as you're willing to as long as you're willing to that's all the time we have for this episode A straight facts it was a great one shout out stat matt for being here but not actually being here with us from my guys jake galley and kyle serek i'm james jackson these have been the facts
2: straight up